Welcome to Daddy vs. Doctor. Here are your hosts, pediatrician Dr. Scott Cohen and comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Daddy vs. Doctor. Dr. Scott Cohen doing, along everybody? with Sebastian Maniscalco. So many things. So many things that we're taking. We're, 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 doing, uh, we're doing snack time. Yeah. We're doing tool time. Yep. What's the other one? No. Snack we, we toy. Did, toy time. Did we toy do time? a toy? Oh, we did, did we do a toy? toy? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't see three times in <laughs> one episode a lot. Stay tuned. We're going to use a Windy on Sebastian, and we're going to have him try baby food. Where can you get that? Right here. There Daddy vs. Doctor. Very casual here at uh, DVD Studios in downtown Los Angeles. We have our crack team of producers and social media and managers. A lot of wires going on behind you. But we're going to take some direct messages. Ask Dr. Cohen uh, his advice on uh, kind of what to do and what not to do. Uh, if you want to, uh, yeah, I think so we, we have got, one on. We uh, got one DM about decongestant use okay. in kids. What's the right age? So in general, we don't recommend over-the-counter cough and cold medicines under the age of four. So there's some homeopathic options over the age of one. You know, you could try things like honey pushes down the mucus, but we usually stay away from medications. We stick with humidifier, vaporizer, elevating their head, bulb suction, the nose with the congestion, saline, things like that. Over the age of four, over-the-counter cough and cold medicines are fine. They can be helpful to let the baby sleep. Do you ever use them for a Serafina or, or what's his name? Caruso. <laughs> no. We've used we've used that that Frida baby one where you suck yeah. the snot out and it's You love that, right? The the feeling of the sucking of mucus out of somebody's Yeah, nose. it's always well, you know what? It, it's it, just it, like am I gonna taste it? Am I gonna taste yeah. it? But I gotta tell you, there is a satisfaction mm -hmm. when you get a a, a like a roll of snot out of your kid's nose yeah. and it lands in that thing. There's a feeling of accomplishment that I can't tell you. I don't know what the hell it equates to. Right. There's not, there's not one show I've ever did where I had that feeling of, yeah. But let me ask you something. Yeah. I've seen on TikTok and Instagram, there's people like they're blowing water up the kid's yeah, the nose. Net, the old, then, it's the neti pot. Okay. But so. is that, that don't look, Right. Is that? No, I mean, it's all okay. You have to be a little older because you're not going to tolerate. And it's it's special water. It's sterilized water. And it goes up one nostril, yeah. out the other, and it drains. And it can be very satisfying as an adult if you've done it. Um, and it really clears the sinuses. But you have to be a little older to do it. Okay. Now, here's a question that comes in uh, a lot. With mucus, let's say if you cleared all that mucus yeah. out. Does it then reform? Does it, it this just rebuilds itself? It does. And because the mucus is just the, the infection is causing inflammation and then you have mucus production. Remember, you're producing mucus as a positive, as a deterrent from viruses and bacteria getting up into your body. So that's why you have mucus in your nose and you have hair and all that to prevent that. Um, so it does tend to reaccumulate as long as you're sick. And we've talked about this color of mucus is always a big question. Clear mucus versus yellow green mucus. And um, it's just the types of cells that are in your body that create the different colors. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's a more serious infection. So often the longer it's there, it will change color to darker mucus. And yes, if you have a sinus infection, it tends to be darker mucus, but just because you have a darker mucus doesn't mean you have a sinus infection. We have another question. GM about European formulas, are they safe? Yeah. So you know what they're talking about, European formulas? It's become a big thing 
you know, over the last several years, you'll hear formula names called HIP and Holly and Levin Schwartz and all these other ones. In general, look, I've hundreds of patients on it and the babies are going to be absolutely fine. It's safe. It can be nutritious. European formulas are missing some things. They tend to have lower levels of iron, sometimes lower levels of omega-3 fatty acids like DHA. So sometimes we'll supplement a baby who's on these formulas with that. My concern with European formulas, honestly, is they're not FDA approved. You know, that's our government body that looks at the ingredients and makes sure everything is to par. So you don't have that in Europe. They're also shipped here. So you don't know how long they're sitting in shipping containers, shipping in manufacturing, you know, rooms. Um, you just don't know those things. Okay, but So look, is the kid going to be fine if they're going to be on it? Yes. And if parents want to do it, it's fine. But if I had the choice, I want a formula I can get three in the morning from the drugstore. That's FDA approved. I hear you. I hear you. However, but when I hear European formula from a, a guy who knows nothing about formula, if you just throw the word European in yeah, front of it, it's better. It's better. <laughs> Especially when it comes to food. I got to figure European formula coming out of Rome. Right. Your kid will speak, be speaking Italian in a, in a, in a couple yeah. of weeks. I got to believe just in the FDA... I know. Wow. What does that mean anymore? Yeah. FDA approval. But there, there are some hybrids. Like there's one called Bubs out of Australia that actually got FDA approval as well. And they make true like organic, organic cows. They have a goat's milk version, which we don't really have a U.S. goat's milk version formula um, that's been approved. And goat's milk proteins are different than cow's milk protein, but that one um, can be nutritious. So there are some other alternatives. And it's really just talking it out with your pediatrician, making sure it's safe for you and your family. Okay, let's talk about goat's milk. Something that I've seen at the grocery store within the last three to five years. All of a sudden, goats are making milk, right? Yeah, they always made milk. Yeah, right? I know. You're <laughs> seeing it more. Well, why? Why now? Why not 25 years ago? Why didn't yeah. somebody go, Jesus Christ, what are we going to do with all this goat milk? Throw it away. Now, all of a sudden, someone said, They're you know what? Money. Get this you know, shit out there. Why because, now? Because I think there's been a consumer push away from cow's milk. And, and people are looking for alternatives and goat's milk is an alternative and they can make money off of it. That's the honest truth. And, you know, it can be a nutritious type of milk. It does tend to lack folic acid. So in younger children, we want to make sure they're getting folic acid in their diet. But in other ways, it can be an alternative as well. Okay. It's just like everything else. Think about all the different, you know, Greek yogurt became a thing. Right, it's good. Yeah, I, I, and, and a lot of these like almonds. I when almond milk came yeah. out, I'm like, who the hell knew yeah. almonds? People had don't milk. want you know want plant based proteins instead of animal proteins, and that's your prerogative, right? Well, it, it brings up the, the the topic of marketing on food, and and, and I'll and I'll bring up Branzino right now. Branzino, <laughs> I found out this. It's another thing. You didn't hear Branzino 30 years ago. Right. Someone said they took a fish that's right. not a Branzino. Again, I- Sea bass. It's just sea bass, Well, right? not, even, no? not, not even sea bass. I think Branzino is not even a fish. It's like a marketing thing where they had a lot of these fish. They said, you know what? Let's go. That's true. I think. Yeah. Look it's it up. It's I don't know. We have fish? a lot of people here that have computers. Look this shit up. Branzino- it's not even a fish. It's it's something else. And somebody came up with Branzino as a as like a marketing thing. Right. And it's it's a it's a I type right. of sea, it's bass. sea bass. Okay. Well, he's okay. like the, the doctor knows the sea bass. You're like a Frankenfish. Fish, great source of DHA. What is it? DHA, great, great source of omegas. Great for kids. Great for kids. Yeah. Especially the skin.
Hello, what's happening? Hi. Thank Hi. you. Thank you for joining us today on uh, Daddy versus Doctor. Did you have to look at the sign to know our name? Yeah, sometimes I like to look, <laughs> look at the logo. He already go. forgot. Sometimes when we film a long time, he's like, and I'm with Dr. Scott Cohen. And uh, yeah. I get it. I get it. Where, so, where are you? I am calling from Dallas, Texas. Um, so thanks for calling in. What's uh, what's your question uh, tonight? So I have a couple of questions for each of my boys. I have two boys. Uh, my oldest just turned three a few days ago. And my youngest is about to turn one next month. Okay. Congrats. Um, my, my youngest was born at 36 weeks. Mm -hmm. So I guess considered... A late-term preemie. Yeah. Um, and my pediatrician from the get-go was like, "Oh, it doesn't matter. You know, every he'll be fine. Like all the stuff sure. he should meet. You know, normally." And and then something came up, like at seven months, when he wasn't quite sitting up on his own just yet. And she goes, uh, "The nurse that I talked to said, oh, he's." was born early yeah give him time he'll you know he'll catch up he might be a little bit behind yeah so i'm getting kind of conflicting reports and now now he's fine like he's sure. he's meeting everything i'm just kind of curious like when the preemie stuff you stop yeah you know thinking no, about that it, or it's you a disregard. good question and what they both said is actually correct and i'll explain why so prematurity is anybody under 37 weeks gestation so 36 weeks, pretty close. We don't expect huge delays in late-term preemies nowadays. Um, the reason your doctor said don't worry about it is because it's sort of what we've talked about. I think of development on a continuum. It's like, yeah. uh, right? It's like an escalator that on a continuum rather than an elevator with set stops. When you read books about development, it's, it's horrible as a parent because it's like eight-month-olds <laughs> crawl, one-year-olds walk. Two-year-olds put two words together. But development doesn't work that way. Some do it a little sooner. Some do it a little later. So what we really care about is the progress they're making. Are they doing something today that they weren't doing before? So if a one-year-old is in walking, but they're pulling the stand and they weren't doing that at 10 months, great. We're moving in that direction. They're going to walk next. We're making yeah. that. So that's why the pediatrician said, eh, it doesn't matter because we're watching that continuum. What the nurse said is also correct that creamies can do things on their premature curve. And we usually correct right. up to two years, right? So when okay. your child was six months old chronologically, they were really only five months old. So where a six month old mm -hmm. may sit without support, a five month old wouldn't. So if they weren't doing mm -hmm. it, well, they're not doing it because they were a little early, which as your doctor said, really doesn't matter to me anyways, because we're moving on a continuum. Yes. So that's why you hear both sides of it. Um, but it's great to okay. hear they're doing everything right now. So yeah, he's, yeah. he'll be moving really, really soon on his own. So. Did that make sense? Or was that so convoluted? No, it was fine. I was just like, yeah. okay, do I listen to everybody that says preemies are just going to always do things a little bit? later or do i listen to him and go oh you know don't yeah. worry about that well and usually don't worry <laughs> yeah about so either. like if the kid's 15 and he ain't reading yet do they go hey no then we're, then we're yeah. done with the prematurity uh, okay. component of things 
<laughs> but usually, especially oh. late-term premiums have caught up very early and by, you know, we're always talking about development as a full term, knowing if they're mm -hmm. doing something a little later, one, they could be doing it because they're premature. And two, there's a spectrum of developmental ranges that not everybody's doing it right when we say they're doing it. And what was the, uh, the se you have a second question you said? Yes, I did. So with my three-year-old, um, he absolutely hates taking medicine. Mm -hmm. And if, if I don't have to, I won't do it. Um, but if he gets like prescribes an antibiotic or something like that, obviously I want to give it to him. And I have asked, multiple medical professionals uh -huh. like tips and tricks and of course like all of them don't work with him right um and it doesn't matter how i give it to him if i'm like here take it out of a cup with a a straw or um one of the doctors i talked to said give him a syringe full of not full of but a syringe of honey like over and over and over again so he can think it's sweet denies them uh -huh. and when you give him the medicine he'll be totally fine but of course he doesn't like honey yep <laughs> and so um what did, what did you ever do this i just with the kids? i'm like do you have any other uh -huh. tips or tricks i i do what 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 did you find do you ever have this with crusoe or seraphina we did a fear tactic <laughs> uh i would say you like feeling the way you feel uh -huh. with your nose running and you you like this and then, no, no, daddy. And I would say, this uh -huh. is going to help. And it ain't going to hurt. Just open up your mouth. And that, you know, that you would get, you know, you would get this. Uh -huh. But basically, you hold the, you know, yeah. hold the kid down. And so your water, waterboarding was your solution. I like that. Right. right. In the and, we've, and we've gone as far as to do that. Like, I have put him down, wrapped my legs around yeah. him, all sorts of stuff. And if it gets in his mouth, it comes right back out. Right. Yeah. So a couple and this of, is even yeah. like the bubblegum amoxicillin right. that I used to love when I was little. So some of it is taste and some of it is just them knowing and it doesn't matter yeah. what it tastes like. It could be fruity pebbles and they're spitting it out at you. I mean, a couple of things. Yeah. I had one daughter. It was hard to, to do. Any, I would always try thick foods they like. So chocolate pudding is a good one that okay. literally a spoonful of chocolate pudding with a drop of medicine. So they don't even okay. see it. And then another spoonful yes. of chocolate pudding and a drop of medicine. So to get a teaspoon of medicine, we're talking, you may have gone through a bowl of pudding, but you got it in there. Jello is another one that mass tastes. Peanut butter, if they like peanut butter. Um, I just okay. saw something online. I've never tried it. I don't know if it would work. It would only work for the psychological okay. part that they put a okay. straw through a juice yeah. and the straw was coming out on the backside into the medicine. So they thought they were drinking the juice, but <laughs> they were actually drinking the medicine. I don't know. I, I think the second they taste it, yeah. they're going to know it's not that. the juice. You've tried it. it does it work? It seemed... Yeah. We yeah we tried it because we both saw it and was like oh how clever of us right never I know did it work know. no no it nah, didn't work I not I think you really got to mask it and something thick like putting ice cream topping I did I mean I did her favorite okay. ice cream thick chocolate ice cream same thing like we're talking drops of medicine per scoop and you're eventually okay. getting it in but at least you're getting in and avoiding them needing to get an injection of the antibiotic which is miserable in and of itself those yeah. videos you see yeah. It's actually 
the actual juice that they're using to demonstrate the video. It's not like of, they're of using course, I think the so. mess. Yeah. It's and a, I didn't think I just saw it like you did. And I'm like, Oh, hey, 20 years. I've never seen that one before. Yeah. So now I know it doesn't work. So that's good. I figured it wouldn't, you know. And like, we've gone as far as to, I mean, we don't even mention the word medicine, right. like here, have something to drink. You know, when we figure he's thirsty yep. and they know, I don't know this, like somehow he's <laughs> they know. still, he hasn't even tasted it. And he's just like, no. Yeah. And like, you know, you <laughs> so, can get compounding pharmacies can flavor medicines and sometimes mm -hmm. it works, but still they, they somehow know, you know, that, that yeah. it just doesn't taste like you could flavor it, strawberry, whatever, but it just doesn't taste the same. No, I, I don't. I don't think so either. I think they sense that it's medicine. And and, and what I'm getting out of this call, not 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 anything uh, with the two questions and the and, and and what have you. What I'm fascinated with, and and I see this in a lot of parents, is the fact that when a parent has to take a phone call, that they always end up in like a closet. <laughs> I was going to ask, but I didn't want to be rude. Like, are you in a closet? And maybe it's not. I don't know. Are you Are you in a closet for like? I am for, in the closet <laughs> for like for quiet. So like, like you don't wake anybody, or is this where you normally take no. your calls? So it's it's like half and half. Um, half of it, I was doing laundry, and the other half is this being like a quiet space yeah by, so, by the way i wish all our callers were in your closet because it's the best reception we've had all day so i was i was worried about that too i was like i don't want to be one of those people who's like cutting in and out and i can't no, it's, no, it's actually we appreciate you uh, taking the time to lock yourself in a closet and, and talk to us for a couple of minutes. No, thanks yeah. for calling in about that because a lot of parents face those two issues. So I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, absolutely. Some, hopefully we added some clarity. So, yes, you did. Thank you so much. I love this show. Big fan of your Sebastian. Thank uh, you. Thank you guys for having me on. Will you send this to five other people in a closet for us? <laughs> just, just five. I will. Appreciate that. Bye bye. All right. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Again, just goes to show you a lot of parents out there probably dealing with the same thing, yeah. but are not aware that they're not on an island. A lot of people can relate to kids not taking medicine and and uh, and, and what have you. So, all right. I mean, I hate to make everything a segment, but you know, they we got. Are. We got <laughs> We got uh, we got snack time or tasty time. We got what else? We got uh, toy time. Toy time. Toy time. This is a product. This is a this is a, a product. Tool time. A tool time. This is okay. a tool used in, in parenting. Parenting. Let's Don't know what it is. What is, what is uh, it? Uh, Frida, baby, windy nice. the gas. Oh, Asser. this is so good. We got to We got to Okay. We need to try this on you. We should try this on you. Do you know? Do you know what it is? Yeah, we had this and we never used it. Never used no. it. No. So, so it's it's a mechanism to what? Ex uh, yeah, to get, help get, get the gas cute. out. Yeah. Read about it. Like you suck it out, you put it in. What okay. do you do? It's a doctor designed yeah. gas, uh, uh, colic. 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 Uh -huh. Tush tubes. Nice. Tush tubes. Instant natural relief. Yeah. 10 Windies. Okay. 
Right. Uh, step one, massage the belly gently with the Frida, Frida Baby Gassy Belly Rub. I feel like we should be doing I think you should get on the table. We, should we be ain't doing, doing that. Sorry. We ain't doing um, So you get a little belly rub. Yeah. You uh, lubricate the windy tip. Never forget the not If you don't lubricate, it's uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. Go on. We suggest coconut oil, oh. but any lubricant works. Never use coconut oil. Weird, okay, go bro. on. Go on. Lift legs and have a diaper ready. Trust us. Could get messy. <laughs> Does it really say that? Yeah. I feel like this is like foreplay mm -hmm. for us. Yeah, yeah. Go on. It's raising the tumescence. Uh, uh, gently insert Wendy, just uh, like a rectal thermometer. Yep. Listen for the whistle. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. It should only take a few seconds. Yep. No sound? Massage belly again. Wow. Okay. And repeat steps three and four. When finished, remove it's very clear. and discard Windy. Yeah. So You don't want to reuse the Windy. No, no. There's 10 right, of these. There's 10 of them. 10 so that let's come. Look. So, yeah. I mean, when your baby has gas and they're in pain, you try mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. Hey, if it helps, great. You know, people do the, uh, you know, the old hip maneuver. You know, yeah, up yeah, yeah. the hips and you know you, again putting pressure on the belly helps expel gas mm -hmm. different positions with burping is this something that you recommend at the office anything that somebody wants to try that's not harmful to the baby can't hurt and sometimes it can be effective so when you put this in yeah. and it whistles yeah. is that actually what no it's interesting they made it they designed it, right? I guess the angle of it so that wind comes out, it's like a whistle. Yeah, there you go. So you hear the wind, you know it's a, a vocal confirmation that yeah, you got the gas out. But, but the no truth whistle. is no, the thing that yeah, I'm blowing right. as hard as I can, there's no whistle. Oh, you're right. Well maybe maybe gas, maybe it has to be hold on. Shit product. Uh, I got a little bit. The key with anything, you you know, you just gotta be careful. Don't insert it too far in the baby. What, you what's don't too far damages. in? Literally just a tip, like a rectal thermometer. You don't want to go too deep. So you don't this want to go. Made, you don't want they to go. make it thicker, so you're not going to go too far. But in general, the reason why anything like this works is because rectal stimulation, like when a baby's having trouble, you could actually take a rectal thermometer with a little Vaseline and rectal stim around that helps the baby expel gas and poop. Hmm. So our parents used to do it since the beginning of time, and this is sort of a take on that. How many how many lollipops are you going to give it? Uh, I'm I feel a big, weird giving a lollipop to this. Uh, I don't put anything in my mouth, a windy in my mouth. But well, I'm a I'm a big Frida guy. Yeah. I like what Frida puts yeah. out. I think they got a clever marketing yeah. scheme, and and the this, the products they do have tend to work. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go with the windy. I'm gonna go with a four. Yeah. I'm gonna go four lollipops. I like that. Windy. So I like it. I, I always look at this though from a business perspective. I think it's great. Okay? People come up with great. I, I like entrepreneurs that yeah. come up with things that who knows, you know, if it can't hurt and if it provides relief in one baby, it's a win, right? So All right, so four lollipops, at least four lollipops. Four, four like lollipops four four on the gas passer. Mm -hmm. I I bought it, didn't use it. Thought I needed it. This is a thing that you think you're going to use. Yeah, but sometimes. Yeah, I don't think you use all ten of them either. Yeah. Now, if you're using all 10, your you know, baby's got problems. It's a great, it's a great like, I'm having a baby, throwing the baby basket yeah. of things. Yeah. The cute little, oh, they got free to babies, and it's sort of. Yeah, I agree. But put in the comments what you think of the Windy. If you have you used the Windy, positive or negative, how much gas did you get out of the Windy? <laughs> It'd be good if it measured the amount of gas. So you could have like, my kid expelled this amount of gas. What did your kid do? Because we compete in everything. I think it would be a little frightening, though. 
to put that in someone's little right. babies. Yeah, and then, then that, that shit come out. That that'd be a little. So we have a topic uh, about kids and athletics and sports. When is a good time for a kid to join a team? Um, is it good for a kid to do an individual sport such as jujitsu or gymnastics? Um, do you recommend any age to do team sports or is it up to the parent? I think a lot depends on the parent and the child and what they're showing interest in. You know, I, I remember early on putting the girls in soccer. I mean, they were three years old, four years old, and they're at the park, and it was just chasing butterflies. Like the ball was over there, and the kids, two kids were under a tree over there, and two kids were chasing each other over there. So it wasn't really a, a team sport, but you were signing up for team soccer. And it was more just to get them out and see if they're interested in playing with the ball and playing with other kids. It was more, I think, the interactions with other kids that were important. Yeah. And then I think starting around elementary school like kindergarten it became more like oh you, you think you like playing soccer let's sign up with something like ayso which is a more organized team sport with practices and coaches and games but still fun right it's not like hardcore we're going to you know division one soccer and then like anything else if things progress you sort of move up the ranks to more disciplined in that sport i think the individual sports can be great. I mean, especially with kids um, with like Taekwondo and karate, I hear a lot of parents do it because it teaches discipline, you know, their body in space, uh, listening to direction. So it can also have really good benefits in behavior as well as in sports. Have you? Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think their uh, Gracie Jiu Jitsu has a self-defense course for um, kids. I, I don't know when it starts. I think it might be five years old, but it's something I definitely want to look into getting my kids involved. Maybe not so much Serafina, although I would liked her to gravitate towards some type of knowing how to you know handle herself and also for the discipline aspect of it um but let's take like a foot football right yeah. uh you got a kid in your office he's 15 years old maybe a freshman in high school he's playing full contact football with a helmet any hey maybe we shouldn't be doing this or is it i mean just the evidence with football and those contact sports it, it's concerning you know long term constant contact and brain damage with cte and things like that and and this starts early with like high school contact so i mean you know the percentage of people that become professional athletes i mean think about all the kids who play sports how many become collegiate athletes it is the tiniest of percentage and then the ones who are the best in all the colleges the percentage that become professionals it's astronomical so i think the benefits of sports early on it's it really isn't to become the next michael jordan or messi or whatever in that sport i think a lot is develop you know learning communication learning to follow directions of course exercise and health um and then if things parlay out of it great but i think it's more for those other things don't you think yeah i agree but with football you know over the course of the high school or collegiate career yeah. i mean i don't know if there's studies been done where over eight years of that type of uh, pounding to the body does it affect the brain in such a way where People are going to have uh, problems neurologically later on. Uh, we're seeing it now in football. I mean, right. you know, I, I don't know where football is going. But I think to your point, it's also if you're going to do those sports, which, 
you know, I think it's up to the the family to discuss. You do it in the most safe and appropriate way, but also know your body. So if you're getting repeat concussions, maybe that's a sign, right, to slow it down. Because usually it's not the first injury that causes an issue. It's the repeat. And yeah. then parents and kids who are getting pushed back in mm-hmm. and don't let your body heal, you're setting yourself up for more injury. And that's what you hear from players too. Yeah. And I think what we're talking about, though, to your point, is more of uh, the team aspect, learning to deal with other people and kind of preparing yourself. Because I believe athletics at a young age and and during high school and and what have you kind of prepares you to, you know, in in the workplace, working with other people to accomplish your goal. And I think the team aspect definitely plays into that. It's like learning that everything isn't always hunky-dory, right? Like winning is one aspect, but losing is an important lesson. You're not always going to win. And being okay and gracious when you lose and learning, either you're going to work harder to try to win down the road, you may may pivot to something else, but there are lessons on both ends of the spectrum. Would you let Caruso play football? Like tackle football? I don't think so, man. I mean, I don't know. It's just one of those things that you'd always kind of be concerned about the injury, paralysis. I mean, you see it a lot, especially at the high school level, kids getting, you know, paralyzed yeah. or, or whatnot. I think there's other sports out there, um, have it be basketball or soccer, uh, even, you know, gymnastics and, and, and those types of sports, although gymnastics could be a little dangerous as well. Uh, bowling um, right. <laughs> that, that people could get involved in that is not so violent. You know, but I think the coaches and the teams and the leagues are getting better at this, and I think there's still work to be done. But you know, in conditioning and the safety of the sports, and not just like, oh, get back in there, get, you know, you're hurt, suck it up, get back in here. I think they're all under a microscope now that they can't do that. Also, that if you're hurt, you got to stay out. Yeah, got to understand that. No, I mean we know a lot of football players in the past that you know the being hurt just wasn't an option. Right. You, they shot you up, and the next thing you know, that's you crazy. were you were in the game. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a good topic for uh, also future discussions as our kids start to grow, and you know your kids are yeah. you know becoming uh, you know in, in high school and, and I expect sports. a Division One soccer player. I mean that's why I put her in it. So why wouldn't you? Absolutely. Right? Otherwise. It- and also at a later date, I want to get into the pressure uh, that parents, and maybe we could do a, an episode on this, are feeling yeah. to put their kids in these sports yeah. and, you know, travel, you know, like, you know, yeah. I've talked to you, yeah. like, where are you at? Hey, I'm in Santa Barbara at a tournament. Some people are traveling, you know, to Dallas, Texas for yeah. a tournament. It's like growing up. You were in soccer, yeah. and you went to the next town to play the, that team. You didn't right. get on a bus, you know. No, but it's a good topic because I think as parents, you know, we sort of talked about this. We feel good when our child does well and succeeds and is the star. Mm-hmm. And so we push, 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 hoping that. And even I have to remind myself, like, there has to be a part of it. Like, go just have fun. Yeah. And if you're not having fun, then, you know, we should be doing something that we're having fun doing. I agree. Yeah. Definitely. Toy time? Toy time. Toy time. It's a very toy time. Welcome to Toy Time, which is where we take a toy and we analyze it, not only the functionality of it, but how the parent might like it. What do we got? Oh, okay. This is is a Nerf. This is what I'm talking about. Fortnite Nerf gun, I'm going to think. Now, this is for eight and up. Yes. Now, I'm glad that this product was brought to our attention. This is the Aaron Burr of Nerf guns. Okay, so here. Now, I want to talk about this. 
on a serious note, right? Wow. Where where guns and and oh, wow, uh, this is like pump action. Wait, listen to this. Oh yeah, no. That's like this is like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. There's a couple bullets. Yeah. yeah. Don't aim at somebody's eye. Yeah. Where's the Where's the loading? Oh, Holy wow. mackerel. Oh wait, wait. Uh, can we get? Wow. Did you just put it right in there? Yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. Don't <laughs> aim it. No, you don't have to push it that far. Now oh, pump. Okay. Now don't you got to pump it. 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 ain't a fucking. No, mag. trust me. That would take out an eye. No, you don't have to put. Look, you don't. You just re. You just pop it in, and then you then you cock. Oh, okay. It. Yeah, just cock the thing. Yeah, that probably the blue thing. Uh huh. That thing. Pull back. Yeah. Uh huh. There you go. Oh, yeah. So yours is pump action. And now get ready, but be careful. I don't think this is gonna go. Oh wow. It's right at the camera. Yeah, let's see. Hold on. Okay. Hold I on. Hold on. Problem with the, I got a problem with it. I got. I got a misfire. So what do you think this teaches when the kids? You think this? In you know, this adds to kids' violence. It's not necessarily the violence. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, wow. nice, nice. Okay, there, you, there, there. We have it. It's not necessarily. Oh, the kid's gonna grow up to go shoot a school with this thing. But God, for God. me, it's a safety problem. It is. This is this. This this is no joke. This thing comes out of here hard, and it could take out. I mean, this 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 tip is it is is hard. And right? kids are stupid. Like yeah. I could see an eight year old boy going right up to his buddy and literally uh, doing yeah. that. And you just said, don't point at anybody. It wasn't loaded. I, I, I like the product. I, yeah. I do. I think it's, it's fun. It's fun. Outdoor For use. adults. Yeah. This, is, this in an eight-year-old's hand, I, I think. It scares me a little bit. I may be a little me. conservative. Yeah. But that comes out. Like, I remember our Nerf guns, and it was like, beep. Like, it didn't even, like, it, if it reached you, it was like, it barely hit you. This comes out with force. And this, this is Nerf. But this- That's hard because it has, like, it's a projectile. Yeah, there's, a, there's like a bit of wood in here or, or something. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. I don't yeah. I don't think- I, Listen, again, I think this is fun. I would have a ball running around the house shooting Lana with this thing. And- uh, But I don't know. For eight-year-olds- like, You're like, it's got a musket ball in there. It scares me a little bit. Right. I don't love guns. I, I don't know. Okay. Well, you got a different. So, well, you got a different yeah, um, loading see. mechanism. So try, that, try that one. Um, but it is. It's it's sort of addictive. Tell me, tell me what you think is more powerful. Okay. Mine or yours? No, that one is. Watch. Go ahead. Go ahead. Watch. Okay. Try that. Uh, one. Watch. That's pretty. You'll see. Watch. No, I think that is. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. That's my that's my take. I think the blue one's got stand over there and see if it hurts when I hit you with it. Right. Okay. Ready? Stomach? Make abs. Make abs. It's not like a BB gun. Oh, thank God. That that actually that that actually felt. Were you like, flexing there? No, it felt like a BB gun. It did. Great product. Yeah. I don't think it's appropriate for eight-year-olds. Tough one because I really do like the product. I do. It's fun because I would sit here all day and like, I think, look, if a kid differentiates, you're going to line up like bottles of water and like an empty soda can. It's a fun thing, but not, but kids are going to shoot each other with yeah, this. Yeah. I, I think you're giving kids a lot of credit that they're going to, oh, we're going to shoot the cans yeah. and this one. Not. This, yeah, this I is. Think, uh, there's an eye coming. This, this goes right in somebody's ear. Kid's deaf for the rest of his <laughs> life. I give this two and a half. Oh, see, I was, yeah. I was going to say the same. Two and a half. There you go. Two and a half lollipops on the uh, Fortnite X Nerf gun. Fun, though. 
Oh, there you have it. Another edition of Toy Time. And it just keeps getting better. All right. Better. Send your reviews of your favorite toys and any Nerf guns you've used. And if anything's happened when your kids play with Nerf guns. So we have a very special episode of Snack Time. This amazing looks like a dewalt toolbox was brought to us we don't know what's in here it doesn't sound like it's moving sebastian can you take some guesses what do you think would come that would be edible in a large plastic briefcase i'm thinking this is a practical joke i'm thinking that we're going to open this yeah. and there's going to be like a pop surprise a gerbil something is in there yeah that's not what we expect all right well then you should open it Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah. Baby food. This is good stuff. Okay. So, I got sweet potato. I got prunes. Have you pooped recently? Then you eat this one. Why are you skipping over the fact what? that baby food yeah. is in a toolkit box? Like, I don't know. I thought they were throwing this out. What is this? Is this a camera box? I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not for baby food. Go for it. What do you got? Before we even open it. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm it, very excited about this. I'm not too Why? thrilled yeah. about the packaging. Okay, right off the bat. There's there's right. multiple brands here, by the way. I know. Be, any be, of it. Yeah. Any of it. Okay. Apples and blueberries. I'm guessing that this is. This is maybe the cheapest one out of the bunch. Am I right? I'm just feeling like this might be uh, baby food mixed with All right, so vodka. Can, can we talk? Can we talk about? Can yeah. we talk about baby food for a second? Because yeah. I actually think how we introduce food in babies is one of the biggest changes in pediatrics in the last decade. Not a lot changes in rearing and and pediatric treatment, but how we do food really has. Did you? Make your own food? That was a facetious question. Um, did you make your own food or do you buy the... the no, we made it. We made, made it. It right? was pureed, fresh. And again, I grew right. up on this. I grew right. up on this. Right. So yeah. where baby food used to be, and they still do it for ease and it's great. Mm. You know, you used to have stages. Stage one, one food. Stage two got a little thicker. Stage three, they started mixing things together. The nice way, and that's absolutely fine... Um, and it's a great alternative if you don't want to make your own food. Mm -hmm. But the way we do food now is that early introduction of a wide variety of foods. Am I no? Tired? A large variety, a wide variety of foods. I'm getting foods. tired just thinking about eating it. Yeah, early on. So what we do now, introduce everything right off the bat. It's not like rice cereal for three days, vegetable for three days, one food at a time. Yeah. Any food you can make non-choking from day one, even fish, eggs, peanut butter. Mm. We found early introduction of these allergens decreases allergies. So the only food we don't give till a year is honey. Mm. And that's why, sure, these are great options. You can make it, but really anything you want to give your child off the bat in a consistency that they won't choke on is a good thing. An early introduction of allergens is often like peanut butter, eggs, fish will decrease their allergies. That's why, you know, when we were kids, did you know a lot of kids with, with allergies? 
like not no, allergies. And, and, you know, we, we talked about this yeah. off off air about like uh, my kids got a peanut al- allergy right. now, and now everybody you can't go to school with yeah. anything. And yeah. now our kids are going to go back to the way we were, where they're they're not going to have allergies because we gave them everything from the get go. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I sympathize for the kid that has the allergy. Obviously, not his fault, but again, it's like if people kind of like adhered to the way it kind of once was. Yeah. You know, I was making a peanut butter and jelly uh, sandwich for for uh, Serafina, and Lana's like, "No, no peanut butter." And I'm like, "Why?" And then like, there's kids that have a, a problem with it at school. Do you know my kids have never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Guy, I can't eat this. No, you know I they've never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. My kids, this is good. This yeah. is like Thanksgiving in a bottle. Mm. I'm not eating it. I'm no. passing. So the beech nut, the beech nut organic sweet potato, honestly tastes like what you would have at Thanksgiving if I'll somebody chewed it up and gave it to you. This one. This one. I like that one. That's a good one. You should taste this. This, If you had some marshmallows to put in this, that would be great. All right, we got the oh, apples and blueberries. How bad can that be? I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm going to gag. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> this is great. This is like a smoothie. This is terrible. This is like applesauce with blueberries in it. Fucking awful. You, I want you to try this. I That's get, great. Leave this for me. I'll finish that off. This, I didn't, I, I just, there was no. Here's my thing with prunes. I'm not a big fan of prunes in general. Not fresh. I don't love prunes. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't love prunes. It's not horrible. I'm telling you, if what? you taste this. I would eat all these. I, but I, I would. Just taste it. I eat lots of different foods. Wow, that was awful, bro. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, carrots and peas. I mean, that's, that's not, what. I, well, I thought. Oh, okay. That's yeah, that's not I a could... typical thing you put together. That's right. Yeah, it tastes more like peas than carrots. It's it's just like um, you know when you get like the peas and you mush them up in your plate. What's it? Is it... It's not that. <laughs> Honestly, none of this is bad. I think it's a great alternative for families that don't want to make it themselves. There's a lot of great different brands. I like the apple blueberry smoothie. Listen, Mm. we've had an ongoing discussion Mm -hmm. about your appetite. Yeah. Right? You'll come over to my house and you'll eat me out of house and home. Yeah. I just keep bringing food yeah. and you keep eating it. Yeah. You not, and you've gone into my cupboard, yeah. basically went shopping. Now. Does that bother you when I go in your cupboard and get nuts? No, but what's bothering me now is that you're drinking the baby food. I mean. It's been a long day. We don't make enough money to get fed here. <laughs> if all I get is baby food and puffs, then <laughs> that's make- what we're going to do. All right. So, so I would give this. I give it five lollipops. Wow! Because uh, because there's why not? Look, as long as they only have you really want baby food that only has the ingredient, which I didn't read these, but apples, blueberries should only have apples and blueberries. You don't want them to have extra additives when you make things. You don't want to add extra things. It's got acid in it. It's yeah, got- so they probably add things. So we'll you know we'll go four and a half. Four. I can't give a full five because it's okay, not full, exactly full the full thing. Uh yeah, this is one of my least favorite um uh snack times we we've, <laughs> we've had, and now I know why it was delivered in a fortified vault. 
Um, I give it a one. Wow. I give it a one. I'm not into baby food. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I'd like just to have like a little asparagus and whip it in a thing yeah. and then look if you can make your own and and that's great with, yeah. with kids nowadays we want we want them to eat the foods and the tastes and the spices they get at home mm -hmm. so ultimately anything the parents are eating we tell them blend it up give it to the babies mm -hmm. if they're unable to do that for whatever reason and they want to buy baby food wonderful i didn't mind the taste of any of them this the, the little i had yeah my stomach's turning yeah. right now yeah there you, you have, have a it. strong gag reflex ah wow well, yeah so next time, you know I'm a cheap date. You just bring them baby, the baby food. I'll just tell you next Saturday, I'll have you yeah. over for some mashed puree. And I, I can't wait when I come over and you're like, you know, you have like the charcuterie board and then you have a little side of puffs <laughs> and baby food for me. I appreciate that. Oh, God. Uh, there you have it, people. What an episode, uh, Daddy versus Doctor. We, uh, we, 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 uh, taste, taste of baby food. Snack time. Poked your eye out with Nerf guns. Windy. Got gas out with a Windy. One thing, you were talking to a woman in a closet and now you're shooting a Nerf gun. You don't get that variety in a lot of podcasts out there. Has Rogan ever eaten baby food? Nope. Hey, Rogan. Well, watch what you say, bro. This guy's got the number one podcast. Yeah, he, no. he, can fucking, he can fucking bury us tomorrow. <laughs> I was just going to say, let's do a baby food eating contest. Okay. I'm sure we can get on this show if we say we're going to eat baby food. Um, that's it for Daddy versus Doctor. Um, we'll see you next week. The opinions expressed in this program are not intended as professional medical advice, as a diagnosis, as a treatment protocol, or as a substitute for professional medical advice from your physician. Please consider your own medical history and consult with your own physician for your specific health care and or medical needs and about your concerns for yourself and your family.